we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Wake that ass up. Early in the morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. I'm not used to seeing him like this either. Well, how's this? He got record label people with him, like <laughs> major, oh, major ra- Yeah, yeah I'm like, I ain't Ron Stewart with him. Yeah. He drinking wine. Got to level up, man. Freddie Gibbs, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank Welcome, you. Welcome, brother. How you feeling? I'm feeling great. Feeling real good, so, man. So, so separately out right now? Yes, sir. This yes, is sir. your first, first solo major label deal? That's it? Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my first uh, major uh, album that I put out, period. What made you decide to do that now? Um, Lambo, my manager, <laughs> really, to be honest. It was supposed and, uh, to happen before. Yeah, and my partner, Norvay, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, he been trying to, like, sign me to a major for a long time, man. So, mm-hmm. you know, it just worked out perfect this time. That's it. It was just a good business move. What could what, what can they do for you that you weren't already doing for yourself? Uh, you already been nominated for Grammys. Uh, I mean, it looked it looked good, you know what I'm saying? Like you, mm-hmm. you see it, you you know, you noticed the change when I walked in the room. So, <laughs> so uh, I mean, you know, it's definitely extras on everything we're doing right now. You know what I mean? Like you know, we got a I got a record added at radio. I ain't never been that. I ain't never had none of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, top twenty Billboard release. I ain't never had that. So mm-hmm. you know, it's definitely changes been made. 
Right. And sometimes it's nice not to have to do everything yourself. That too. And pay for everything yourself. That too. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to eat on their dollar. You know Absolutely. For sure. You got a lot going on, Freddie Gibbs. By the way, yeah. I think the album is pretty amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. You I know, mean, we, and your, your music is never in question. Like never. People know you make good music. Right? Yeah. yeah. But it's everything else that comes with it is probably what they... Okay. Question. They don't question. They just nah, they don't question have it. questions about. Yeah, but yeah, sometimes questions that about. Comes, about it, yeah. that comes with being like very honest. You know, a lot of times yeah. people censor themselves about things that they might say. I mean, you and know you what? haven't really. I mean, you know, I'm from a small town, man. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, it ain't it ain't, it ain't hard to beef with me. You know what I mean? So I, I feel like, you know, a lot of people uh, take offense to um, you know stuff I say and things I do, but you know. You got to do something about it. You got to deal with me. Y'all going to feel me till they kill me. So it is what it is. You I, ain't, I ain't tripping on that. So why is the joke? So Because people, you know. You, I'm you a know, comedian, this, man. I don't mind the jokes. The jokes ain't shit. The jokes, the jokes ain't nothing. The jokes is like, that's, it's the violence. The jokes ain't nothing. Oh, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't initiate the violence. I just do what a man would do and just handle himself in, in certain occasions. I didn't, I ain't never initiated no violence on no rapper. And, you know, if I did, you wouldn't know about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't have problems with people, you know what I'm saying, that it went way too deep, right. you know? But I don't need to, you know... Uh, publicize. Yeah, I don't need to publicize it. I think that, like, a lot of these guys that had issues with me, you know, they come in the fight with camera crews, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's we in the clout era, so it's like, you know, they think they, they, they thought it was a free pick, so they just want to, you know, do what they got to do to get their clout up. But I don't got to do nothing like that, you know what I mean, to get no clout up, because, like you said, the music speaks for itself, my brother. You know what I'm saying? We leave street stuff in the streets. I don't mean get into that. You said something on the album that was interesting, and I wondered, because I never thought about it, but you said uh, you make people feel good about coming from Gary, Indiana. Yes, sir. And I was like, well, damn, I wonder, I never thought about what impact did the Jacksons have on young black kids coming from Gary? I don't know. Um, I mean, you know, it was definitely motivation to see the, you know, the, the biggest musical family come from right around the corner where you're from. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it wasn't really like a a direct, you know, tangible impact you know what i mean but it's it's hard man you know what i mean like mm -hmm. gary's a it's a tough place to be from you know what i mean and i don't go back enough you know what mm -hmm. i mean because i got stuff that i got going on and i'm trying to pursue so i feel like i'm in a position now where i could go back and make changes but i wasn't in the beginning of my career because i was mm -hmm. still trying to get to where i needed to be i can see how you're more relatable than the jackson is what i'm saying oh yeah you know yeah, what i'm saying you didn't like the fact that people would say you know from the same place as the jackson yeah because you said that at the double xl <laughs> show mm -hmm. I, I remember, remember that. that i was mad then i'm like that's what made that. me not like you you know that because i didn't like you for a long time i ain't like you either you wait y'all didn't like you now over that this is so i did not know this i've never heard you say that in my life i'm gonna tell you so it was it was uh it wasn't actually Double XL. It was MTV. Was it MTV? So when we had the show on MTV, you know how MTV writes the scripts. Mm -hmm. So on the teleprompter says, "From Gary, Indiana, the same home of the Jackson Five and Michael Jackson, Freddie Gibbs." No, no, don't do it, Envy. What was it? So tell don't me, do they, it, they wrote it out. What was it? They wrote it out. You, then that's the way it was read. That's the way it was written. But you ain't saying like how that. Say what he said. You said like. <laughs> Gary, idiot, hold it. <laughs> he was cloudy. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> I believe you, Freddie. I, I know this nigga. Cloudy. I believe you. Like like, Yo. I believe so you. So I took offense to that, but you know we cool yeah. over so, so, it. Was, this is like mine. This is like fifteen years. So why you right. don't like him? Because you messed up. <laughs> because he got on, I didn't mess up. I said it the right way. He got on stage. I ain't fucking from Gary, Indiana. So he said something. No, what? I know he didn't say that. You just lied on him. I know he didn't say that. It was something. I know Freddie ain't. That's all he doesn't say. He from Gary, Indiana. No, it was something. I'm not from the. What did you say? I said this light skinned ass nigga trip. Word. That's what I said. <laughs> Damn. That's what I said. I, I said, like tripping, man. So is this the first time y'all made up? No. 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 We, I've been on the show. 
And by the way, over, over, over a span of 13 years. That's why I'm shocked. I've never heard you say that. I like Freddie Yeah, I've big, never heard that. I got big love and respect for Envy. Yeah. Even when he didn't like me, I still like him. That was a long time. We spoke after yeah, that. We we, spoke. It, was, it was a long time ago. But it, was, <laughs> it was like 14 years ago. There this was is the silliest beef the I ever heard. All his beefs are silly as shit. It wasn't beef. This is silly. I just didn't like something he said. I, I, can I have my opinion not to like something? I got beef with everybody, man. I would say Envy's very sensitive. Would you consider yourself sensitive? No, Envy likes skin, man. He's got a right to be sensitive, man. That's right. He's a stereotype. He's a walking beige stereotype. That's, that's, that's all it is. As soon as I walked in, I said, my light skinned brother. That's right. That's my brother. We didn't see before that. We didn't, we didn't spoil now, it. Always. We always speak. We I always do want to, along these lines, I do want to talk about some things you did say on the album, right? Okay. So, you and Jeezy, you talked about your own immaturity in that situation. Correct. So, what made you come to that realization? Because this was something that for years you've had. You know, kind of a chip on your shoulder about it, but now you're like, you know what? I was immature. I wasn't ready. You even said you've listened back to some of those old songs. Yeah. And so... What? That was on Rabbit Vision. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just ready to just get past that in my career. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't really... You know, me and me and, me and uh, Jeezy ain't never had no, like, physical stuff or anything of that nature. So it was just like, you know, like, we can, you know, I can I can move past that. That was just a, a, a business disagreement. Did y'all have a conversation? Because you said some wild, wild stuff about Jeezy back in the day. Nah, we didn't have a real conversation, but we seen each other and we, uh, you know, sometimes just, you know, a handshake is worth a thousand words. You know, we shook each other's hand. He was with his wife, I was with my girl, and we just kept it pushing. We was in the airport, but... um I, don't, I, I mean, the conversation can be had, but I don't even think in, if if we need to, then cool. But that. yeah, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't have nothing against none of that. You know what I mean? Like that that situation definitely made me stronger and made me a better artist. So you know, I pay homage to dude. Even when we wasn't, when I wasn't fuck with him, I was still bumping trap and die. Like I was, you know what I right. said? I was still listening to the music. So, but it made you a boss. In yeah, way, definitely. Like I, but but I had to, you know, I had to level up, man. You know. He said, uh, I remember he, one time I had a conversation with him in an interview, and he said that it it just really. You were upset because things didn't work out for you as an artist with him. Correct, correct. Like, uh, like I said, it was just a, a bad, you know, business disagreement. Mm -hmm. You know, but uh, I didn't. Um, I took it too far and made it personal, and that's what, and, and that's why I messed up at. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I, I did that really to, you know, show uh, younger artists, you know, under me, you know, that you can, um, you ain't, you ain't no gangster unless you can keep your composure. And in that situation, I ain't keep my composure, and I let it, you know, I let my emotions spill all over the place, and I shouldn't have did that. What does the title Soul Sold Separately mean? Oh, uh, man, really, just, this album is about taking risks. And, you know, life's a real gamble, and I've definitely taken a lot of risk in my life, man. So I just wanted to just get it out there. And, um, you know, like I said, this is my first major label uh, album that I put mm -hmm. out. So uh, I was working on it since I got the Grammy nomination. And I was like, you know what, I, you know, if I don't come with my best album this time, then... It might, I might not have another one. So I was like, all right, let me really focus. So I really got focused on this, you know what I'm saying? Like extra focused on this. You feel like more eyes on you now because of the Grammy nominated and the label. So now it's it opens you up to an audience you might not have had before. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Like, man, I'm about to go on tour with the Gorillas. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like I'm doing, you know, I'm just trying to just create my own lane in the game, man, you know? That's it. And an actor down yeah, with the king. Congratulations definitely. on that. Actor and producer. Don't mm -hmm. forget that now. Like now, I'm, I'm definitely a producer on that film as well. We took that to Cannes Film Festival. So acting is cool. It's great. But, you know, I want to uh, attack the uh, film world the same way I attack the music industry. You know what I mean? I want to create things. I want to, you know, I want to be the producer. I want to be the director. You know what I mean? I want to, you know, just, you know, not do more than just acting, you know? 
you was really out there like farming and playing with animals. Yeah, and... we really did do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like them animals was real too. <laughs> what couldn't... did you What did you learn from that experience? It was It was pretty funny and interesting to see you in that environment. You know what, man? I was like that playing that role and doing that thing was real therapeutic for me because I was really on that farm for for two months. You know, like away from the the rap game and all of that. And it, you know, it was COVID. So, you know, it was a real difficult time, even shooting a film during COVID. Everybody on the set got masks on, you know. Um, I had a baby on the way at the time, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I remember, uh, hey, Teresa, how you doing? I had to shout out my baby mom. But uh, <laughs> she was going in labor while I was on movie set. Mm. And, like, it was COVID, so I couldn't uh, go in the hospital to see the baby. It was, it was just a, a real wild, tumultuous time, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know. Those times make you stronger, you know, as a family and everything. He was on, he was on bus down a lot. <laughs> Got a lot of kids. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going for Nick Cannon record, but uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'll get three. Man. Just three, three, just three. Okay. Nick Cannon got like twelve kids, man. One, eight, one of your children's mothers got really mad at you after this album came out because you named her. Oh, it'd be like that, you know. People just get frustrated, you know. It'd be like that, you know. That was a time, but you know, I uh, I spoke to her about it before it came out and everything, and it was a decent conversation. And she didn't get mad after it came out. You know yeah, because you the way you explained it probably is not the way it came out on the record. Nah, not at all. I said word for word that thing. And she didn't. She wasn't upset at all. It is what it is, man. Baby mamas love me. I love them, man. We. It's all about raising the kids, man. It probably yeah. hit different when the album come out. It hit different when the album come out sure. and everybody listens. They hitting you. Know yeah, they hitting her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It is what it is, man. Because you, know? you did say you're about to squeeze academics' titties. I love a fat bitch. Yeah. Where did that? Why? Why? why what, you got to explain that segue. We were just talking I, I, about his childhood. I need to know. I need to know your thought process for that segue. I need to know your thought process for that segue, bro. You talk about lines that you got to explain. You said I love a fat bitch, and then you talk about academic titties. Did you just call his baby mama fat? No. no, 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 no. My baby mom's not fat, but I'm I do saying, like. I don't fat. understand the segue. Oh, so you're like, talking about lines that he has to to retalk. I do like fat bitches, though. That's that's my <laughs> thing. I do like. I just blew a kiss to Lizzo, but she didn't look at me. Where did you blow a kiss? At Lizzo? I seen her somewhere, and then I seen a picture on the wall that I went in serious, and I was like, man, I want to meet Lizzo one day. Everybody giving Lizzo a hard time, man. They need to leave her alone, man. You ain't met Lizzo yet? Nah, I, I saw her before, and I was okay. like, hey, and she just looked at me. I was like, get your ass out of here. <laughs> now, what's, what's, you in academics, y'all just never going to squash whatever y'all we back can, and forth. We can, man. It ain't nothing like that. You look, man, academics is a person that I only see when I pick up my phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, it ain't even, like, real. You know what I mean? It's like a some internet troll thing. You know what I mean? But if I, I, I probably only seen him in person, like, one time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm a, I'm a sensible guy, man. I ain't stupid. Like, we, we could have a conversation. You know what I mean? No, no matter what you said, you know. As long as you don't put your hands on me, anything's fixable. I didn't even see it, but I saw something yesterday. Somebody sent me something. I don't know where it started, but he was like, you only... What he said, you 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 got you got beat up twice this year. You only sold yeah. half your records or something like that. Uh, Nobody checking for you. Uh, Leave Big Act alone. That's all cap though. So I mean, you know, that's all cap. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what that's what academics do. Like I said, man, that's the I, I got to pick up my phone to see academics. I don't see him out here. You know what I'm saying? So you mm-hmm. know, he gonna he gonna push the narrative, uh, you know, to his favor at all times. And he don't like me, so what am I supposed to do? You know what I mean? Like somebody don't like you, you know, they ain't gonna say nothing nice about you. Right. Mm-hmm. Or they ain't gonna say the truth about you. So he can keep, you know. Spreading the falsehoods. I mean, he said my brother was a district attorney. My brother's a gynecologist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the top gynecologist in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? So he's just like, 
I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, so it's like, you know, like he gonna he gonna he gonna spread his own narrative. You know what I mean? He's like, man, your brother's a district attorney, he the feds. I'm like, my brother's a top I'm like, my brother, I'm like, my brother has a PhD, my brother, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I, I, I don't confuse that one. Yeah, I don't I don't feel that's why I don't feel no no way about nothing that he say. I just be like, all right, man, okay, cool. Would you ever do his show? Would you ever do his podcast? I would. If he asked me to come on there, I go, I'll do it. I think that'd be a good one. Yeah, we got a hit for five minutes and then we then we can go do whatever we five minutes first and then. Yeah, we go five minutes, then we can go. We can do whatever we need to do. It's, it's, I never could understand how somebody could not like Freddie Gibbs. I mean, I get people get sensitive, though, if you say something about them. So mm -hmm. I understand that part of it. Yeah. But it's you always do, his jokes. But you do have it. jokes. Yeah. And I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know where none of this shit started, Freddie. I don't know where this shit with Benny started. I don't know where this shit with Jim started. I have no <sighs> idea how any of this yeah, started. I even Jones? saw Benny recently saying that it just went too far. Mm. Yeah, just, what, yeah, what happened with Jim? Like, you always in New York. Y'all ran by each other millions of times. Like, that was weird, I thought. I'm, I'm still in New York, despite whoever mm -hmm. got an issue with me. You know, I think I'm about to give me a career out here, too. So, you know, I so don't really, Where you did know, the issue start from? Jokes? Um, was it the jokes or? I don't know, man. I let street shit stay in the streets and, you know. I don't <laughs> got no problem with nobody that's, like, you know, doing better than me. So, it's okay. I don't really worry about that. I let all the hate come from the bottom and just, you know, deal with it how it come with. You know, it is what it is. But people know who I am and what and who I'm with. So, did y'all really get into a tussle in Miami? <clears throat> uh, it was some stuff. Furniture well, moving. It was some furniture moving, but like, ain't nobody really get a. Uh, it was just it was like a food fight or something like that. It wasn't nothing like it wasn't nothing crazy. That's like an that. expensive food fight in that restaurant. Yeah, it wasn't. Nothing, it wasn't nothing crazy like that. Ain't nobody get like, you know, fucked up to that point. You know, it ain't nothing that uh, you know. People can't move past. We grown, man. You feel like any of that overshadowed your artistry? Nah, not at all. It just made y'all talk about me more. And my music is good, so it don't even matter. Like, mm -hmm. you're still getting all the great guest appearances. You know who I loved on the album? Raekwon. Yeah. And yeah. Impact. That, that was song, a great one. Yeah. That's I, one of my favorite songs. That one and um, Rabbit Vision. I yeah, think just to, two. you know, to, to get guys like Raekwon, Scarface. Scarface. How do you, so, you convince Scarface to get back rapping? That's my dog. Yeah. You know, me and Scarface real close. And that ain't the first collab we did. He, he collabed with me on... Um, on Pinata. So it's like, you know, I, I look up to him, you know, uh, I got a great relationship with guys like him and Bun B. You know, they mm -hmm. was like some of the first, you know, uh, big name features that I did coming in. So it's like, they kind of, they sharpened me up, you know what I mean? So I, I, I'm always gonna pay homage to Brad, you know? And DJ Paul. Oh, man, that was crazy. That was a crazy that studio session. I love DJ Paul, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like that was, uh, cause when I, I, was I was telling somebody this, like when I was recording the album, I was in a real dark space. And that session really like brightened everything up. When he came in, he was just like happy and like the, the song was fun and it was just like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Cause like you said, I was going through a lot of stuff, getting in fights, getting into it. You know, I had street stuff going on, homies getting killed. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, legal stuff, you know? And I was putting all of that into the record. And then when DJ Paul came in there, he like really like cheered me up, man. He really like lifted my spirits to help me finish the album, you know what I'm saying? In the correct fashion. Is you that feel, how you get out of the dark space? Is it through music? Is it definitely through? music is the, therapeutic for me? Like I don't really, you know, I hear you talk about therapy all the time, but mm -hmm. I don't really like therapy. Like you that. tried it, right? You said yeah, it. I tried it. I ain't really like it, man. My therapist was cute too, so I had I couldn't get past. <laughs> so you flirting though? See, so yeah, she trying yeah, to get yeah. in your mind, and you flirting. But, but I don't like talking to dudes. You know what I'm saying? So it's just <laughs> like you know, I was like, all right, man, let me get out this therapy and just go make another album. So you know. but there's other ways to heal though. Like therapy is not the only only way. True, true, true. I might do like I did in the movie and just take a hiatus and just. Mm -hmm. Go on a farm. Yeah, go on a farm, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, <laughs> switching up the environment, man. Rap get, you know, 
it get kind of redundant sometimes. So you gotta like you know find other inspiration so you can like keep do- keep doing it. And I've been doing it for a long time. That was the biggest thing for me because it felt like you know it, it felt like self sabotage. I didn't know what was going on, but I'm like, damn, I see Freddie on Bust Down, I see Freddie on Power. Mm-hmm. He's Grammy nominated. Mm-hmm. So why the street shit now? Uh, you know, like, no, I know you come from that, but why yeah, now? I wasn't, you know, I was chilling, man. All the all the incidents you see, I was just eating with my girl, man. I wasn't, you know, I, I don't think that uh, I don't go out, you know, trying to start nothing with nobody. But I gotta handle my business, you know yes, what I'm saying? Did, like in, in, in any in any of those situations, you would have did the same thing I did. No, I'd have, I'd have said security. He wouldn't have handled my business. <laughs> but it was, it, was un, it was unexpected. Well, I like to fight, so, you know what I'm saying? So he I, would have door dashed. I, I, I like to hit, so we can hit. You know what I mean? If you want to hit, then we can hit. I ain't, I ain't ever going to back down from that. You know what I mean? And like I said, in those incidents, I had my girl with me. Yeah, but so then, the one in Buffalo could have been bad. You 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 even yeah, said either you time, heard either hit time him, hit him, hit him. Either time could have been bad. You know what I'm saying? But like you know, like y'all like everybody like naming like these rappers and stuff like that. But ain't ain't no rapper ever hit me. Ain't none of them ever did nothing. They gotta like, you know, I'm not no little guy. Mm-hmm. So you ain't about to just like run up on me. You gonna think twice when you know? I mean, I ain't Deontay Wilder or nothing like that. But you yeah, ain't gonna, you just saw him. Yeah, I just seen him. I was like, damn, man, you, you just gotta be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you, gonna, <laughs> you gonna think twice before you run up on me to you know do what you gotta do? You know what I'm saying? You gonna have to get reinforcements, and that's what everybody gotta do in every case. You does, know what I'm saying? Why not have security? Ever... We got it. We got it. You know oh, okay, we got it. But you know, I'm a, I'm a man at the end of the day, man. Bro, does you this said... ever prevent you from getting like situations like shows, or does it prevent anything like? Endorsement no. deals are people like oh, I don't know it's a little risky. Not at all, not at all. I got my own wine. You want some? I'm drinking some. It's hard. So, yeah, you know, I'm ain't, ain't, no, ain't nobody preventing nothing. That thing going well, real smooth. Bro, you us. gotta. If anything, they stopping themselves. In one of your posts, you said you heard you know somebody saying hit him like hit him. Yeah. You know with the hammer and you yeah. know that gotta make you think like you know you got kids like. And, you and, say, the, you and know, the fact rappers is getting killed out here all the time. Not just rappers, black men. Period. So you gotta yeah. think about that too. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, ha- you know, like you said, it, it could be somebody that's about that life or somebody that's dead scared. Right, right, and right. And one of them is, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a scary it's situation. True. I've been in a way worse situation than that, though. I'm going to tell you the truth. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I just handled it accordingly. So, I mean, what can I do? You know, I can't uh, I can't control if... I, I can't make everybody like me. And I can't control if you bring 30 people to a restaurant with a camera crew to try to, like, humiliate me. But you, you know, you end up losing. You but you was saying? in Buffalo, though, Freddie. Yeah, and I ain't worried about nobody in Buffalo. I would have stayed in, stay in the hotel, that. do your show, go home. Nah, I ain't got to do that, man. Plus, that day, it was like a shooting in the city and stuff like that. And, you know, I was just chilling. I was around the corner from the show. I did what I had to do. You know, they did what they had to do. And I did my show. Like, ain't nobody stopping my money or none of that. Ain't nobody going to stop me from doing nothing. So, it is what it is. I'll be back there next year to do a show. Can that be reconciled? Uh, I don't know. You want some wine? <laughs> What's your infatuation with rabbits? Oh, I'm the biggest rabbit there is, man. <laughs> Shout out to my big homie Kenny Shine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to the Lords. You know what I'm saying? You already know how we rock it, man, with the rabbits. You feel mm-hmm. me? No, now, I don't. I don't know <laughs> what that is. <laughs> now I think I get it. Now that you said that, I'm like, oh, okay. Shout out to the big homie. Okay, man. okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I'm just chilling, man. Uh, on Grandma's Stove, you know, you talk about, um, I think your dad dealing with stomach cancer. And yes, sir. Your thoughts of suicide, issues with your family. How right. was it unpacking all those emotions? That album was like a suicide note. To yeah. be honest, you know what I'm saying? So it's better that stuff like that go on a record instead of like a, a, a real suicide. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was just, um, it was stuff that I had to get out. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, shout out to my dad. He just beat his stomach cancer. Word. Oh, word. You know, yeah, that's he, dope. Yeah, he, he got, got that taken out. He had Absolutely. that surgery. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, that took a lot of prayer and a lot of, you know, patience. You know what I mean? And, you know, that was something that I, you know, that had me depressed for a minute. Cause I'm like, cause, um, 
I've been living in California so long, like, you know, I probably haven't had the closest relationship with my father the mm -hmm. past 10 years, you know, on my musical journey. But, uh, you know, that, that you know, that cancer scare kind of, like, brought us close, and I hated that. Mm -hmm. It's like I'm talking to you more just because you're sick. That's whack. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, that kind of that definitely made me depressed for sure. Was he a present father growing up? Of course. Yeah, right, my right. dad's a great dad. Great dad. An amazing. Mm -hmm. Amazing father. All right. I think we forget about that sometimes. Like, we go on our own journey and, and forget. Yeah, Whatever man. We, do, we forget. We just think a phone call is good enough. I think Word. we all do that yeah, sometimes. That ain't good enough, man. I got to touch you. I got to. Absolutely. I got to hug you. I got to feel you. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, you know, my dad was like, oh, man, it, it, it's just so difficult to see somebody go through that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, stomach cancer is, is crazy. You know? Mm -hmm. Cancer, period. Well, thank God mm -hmm. he's. You know, he's good. And yeah, he's good now. He's good. He just moved to Vegas. He, he lit. He's singing. He's doing his thing. My dad in the shot lights. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, he be doing his thing. He been doing that thing for a long time. Your dad really in the shot lights? Yeah, for real, yeah. He traveling man with the group. Stop the cap, bro. I'm not capping at all, man. He it's wanted like, the original shot lights. He is the, yeah, nah, he ain't one of the original shot lights. Oh, but, oh, no, oh, nah, oh. But he, he in the group, though. He yeah. in the group and he doing his thing. But my dad, like, been <laughs> dealing with music my whole life. He, he probably the reason I'm in music. He been mm -hmm. like singing and doing all of that stuff and, and singing background for groups and things of that nature. Like he introduced me to rap. Man, that's He's... a dope ass family tree. Your daddy <laughs> in the shotlights, your, your brother's the top gynecologist in yeah. Chicago. My dad, the same age, my dad the same age as Michael Jackson. So Michael Jackson used to beat him in the talent shows when they was kids. Man, so. stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're playing. Because I bet he's standing a little on the alley. I'm not lying, man. Michael Jackson and my dad both was born in 1958. They both from Gary, Indiana. They was both two singing ass niggas, and Michael Jackson could dance better. Man, That's I why know he made you, it. I know your daddy got some funny ass stories. I thought he was in the police officer. He got, hella, he got hella funny stories. Yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, yeah, he was, you know what I'm saying, like in the 80s. But after that, he was like, man, fuck this. I want to sing because he kept seeing Michael Jackson being successful. It was, it <laughs> out, man. It worked out for him, man. Let Freddie sing a little bit on this album. I'm the king of R&B. I thought y'all saw that before Kelly, Price, before Kelly Price started singing on the Listen, first record. I like how you started off the album with that song, Couldn't oh, Be Done. Oh, that yeah. intro was amazing. And Kelly Price on the album was unexpected. For I had to take him to church, man. I felt like I was in church when I made that song, man. Shout out to Norve for getting Kelly Price on that. That was love, man. I appreciate her for that. Her voice was angelic on that. You shouted out Dr. Umar on the I love Dr. Umar, man. How can you not? Yo, he's supposed to come up here this year. He didn't come up here yet this year. Man. Why not? He was mad at you for something, though. Something yeah, he, was, said mad, he was mad at me because I, I went on, uh, I was with Mike Tyson. Yeah, and, I, yeah, and, yeah. and uh, me and Mike Tyson was talking about like uh, white women and interracial dating. And he was like, oh, no, nah, no, nah, brother Freddie Gribbs, you can't do that. You can't be, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, real, man. I, I really want to meet, because like, like when I was locked up, I was like reading like a lot of Umar stuff. And it was like, I was like, man, I, when, I, um, when I was in Europe in jail, I wrote him a letter. Mm -hmm. He ain't write me back though. He probably don't even. He get a bunch he, of letters, he man. Got that. He would have wrote you. Man, if I would have sent him a donation, a coupon, or a gift, he would have wrote back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, don't. So you wrote him what the letter said when you wrote him? I just told him that I, you know, admired his mind, and you know what I'm saying, was really uh, uh paying attention to what he was saying. You know what I mean? I don't agree with that thing he said, mm -hmm. but you know, but that's like anything. But I, I, I really admire Dr. Umar for real. He want to know why all your rabbits white. <laughs> Not all of them. We like all colors, man. We like all shades. White, black, Asian, all of that, man. Come on, man. You know. I want to go back to the stomach cancer thing because on the album, I think you said uh, that it makes you think about your own dietary issues and stuff like right, that. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a you know that's a hereditary thing. Like uh, after my dad got um got diagnosed with stomach cancer, I wouldn't get checked. Mm -hmm. Immediately, colon, all of that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And black man, we ain't, you know, we got this scared of the doctor mentality. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I figure. Especially um, for that colon. Right. That I think if my dad had, uh, had been like doing this stuff at my age, he, he probably could have prevented that. But thank God yeah. that, you know, 
we got that out the way and he moved past it. I got a colonoscopy consultation today. Ah, they're going to your butt. Yeah. Well, not today. Today's the consultation. But they will. I got mine today, too. Mine is at three. I hope we're not going to the same place. I pray to God. Wait, y'all are both going to the three. I'm not saying what mine is, but it's around that time. Hey, I'm going to tell you this. You don't feel it. It's not. We're not getting the thing no, today. It's just consultation. Wait, yeah. Freddie, oh, Freddie, yeah. Freddie, hold on. Please don't it. tell me you didn't feel it. You don't feel it. Oh, here come the they, they drug you or something, or they just lube <laughs> you yeah, up? Yeah, they there? drug the fuck out you, man. Yeah, like, yeah, because you pass out. Yeah, I yeah, went yeah, in that yeah. drunk anyway. I was like, yeah, hey, man, wine. y'all going to do this. <laughs> before you do this, let me have some yeah, wine. Yeah, let me hear. I was drinking wine the whole time, but no, nah, they knocked you out with <laughs> You're not supposed to drink before you get to college. They give you something to drink, I thought. Yeah, but not alcohol. I was drinking my own shit. I had the, hey, Y'all should have like colonoscopy parties. Uh, hush your noise, please. Like, hush. <laughs> um, what's she talking about? But they give you good drugs, man. You gonna go right to sleep, man. Right. I was thinking, like, I was real scared. I was like, man, my butt gonna be hurting when I wake up. It, <laughs> was, it wasn't none of that. It was all good. I went home. They was like, yo, you just can't drive out this. Just have somebody. Yeah, somebody with you. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. have somebody with me. I had somebody with me, and I was doped up all day. I was good, man. Oh, can you get good. right on the plane after? You had no like, problems, right? No, nope. I had no problems. Okay, I was okay. good. I was free and clear. I was clean. He was okay. like, man, you're a very healthy individual, sir. I was like, thank you. Oh, good for you. And okay. on, on the song Space Rabbit, too, you talk about um, you wonder if you're going to hell. I wonder if I'm going to hell or my soul obl- obliterated. <sighs> that stuff you think about? Yeah, I be thinking about stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? When you live a past like like I got, you you know, you, you definitely think about stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you know, I've seen a lot, dog. And, you know, I be like, man, I just be praying. Like, man, let me... <sighs> Especially like, you know, like you said, how dangerous this rap game is. And I, I, I pointed out, out something else on my album, like, um, like the Pop Smoke. Thing. Yeah, that's in Grandma's Dove too. Yeah. yeah, when he got killed, I was like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, man, like, you you work your whole life to get somewhere and, and be somewhere, and we buying these expensive houses and he was in the hills, out the, the hills. Way, yeah. yeah, exactly. So you know, and I got me a house in the hill too. So I was just like, man, if I can get killed up here, like. What am I doing? You know what I'm saying? Like I can go back to the to the streets to get killed, mm-hmm. but if I made it all the way up here and I still get killed, oh man, that's crazy. So how do you? We had this conversation with G Herbo too. It's like how do you celebrate your wins still dealing with that kind of PTSD and trauma? You got to celebrate them quietly mm-hmm. with the people you love. You know what I'm saying? And like out of the way. You know what I mean? I think that uh, you know, it's just. With, with this rap thing, man, like you said, we want to celebrate and we get too inviting, man. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We open ourselves up to a lot of people and a lot of things, and we, you know, we got to kind of curb that a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? On the song uh, Too Much with Moneybag, yo, you said niggas got way too many enemies. They got to be chewed up. <laughs> I said I got way too, any, yeah. too many enemies. I got to be chewed up. So. <laughs> oh, too, oh shit. Up. I'm not carrying no guns. Oh, okay, okay, okay. YPD, I ain't got nothing Absolutely on me. Absolutely not. Yeah, I ain't yeah, got yeah. nothing on me. So, nah, I, that, that's just some rap lines. Now, man. you referenced your girlfriend <laughs> a couple of times. Just some rap lines. <laughs> you referenced your, your girlfriend a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you also said that you had to cut off uh, your whole roster. So <laughs> how, did, how did you manage to, to settle down into a relationship? Uh, You know, you just got to just be with somebody that's compatible with you, man. You know what I mean? That y'all both like the same things. You know, relationship ain't really nothing but like a friendship that you... You know, you just nurturing. That's it. You just—it's just a friend you having sex with. <laughs> how do you know she was the one to cut off all those other relationships? Like she said, how you know she was the one? Uh, you know, you just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's about being comfortable, man. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I'm not—you know—it's just certain people I can't trust and talk to about certain things. You know what I mean? And I just—you know—at the end of the day, you just need somebody to be comfortable with, man. I, 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 did it bother you when they was bringing up her 
I guess, I don't know if it's a pass. I don't know what she would. No, no, no. I don't believe in monogamy or nothing like that. So I don't believe in like like uh, owning people or like people like sexual pass or anything like that or what they do. That ain't got nothing to do with me. But you, know you don't believe in monogamy? No. So you, can, so you have a girlfriend, but that means you still see other people? I mean, we can see what we want to see. We can do all that together. So it's an open, okay. Got you. And they say like so it's share. open on both ends? You can share. Hey, do what you want. I don't believe in you know owning nobody or telling nobody. That's just my personal belief. That mm-hmm. that may not work for everybody, but that's just me. I don't really I don't really get into that. You can't really you can't make me mad by telling me, oh man, that girl sucked the dick three days. So how, what? Yours did too. She just <laughs> didn't do it openly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So How long have you felt like that? Because I, I feel like you're a relationship kind of guy. Nah, I know I'm not. And you know I'm not. You know I like a lot of girls. I just I felt mean, like I felt like that my whole life. I was just probably scared to talk it. about it. Yeah, okay. I was hiding. You know, so I didn't. You know, that probably messed up my first initial couple relationships because I was just oh, doing, I was doing it, but I wasn't. You know, but on a, but I was hiding the fact that I was doing it. I was just like, yeah, yeah, I love you. I want to be because I thought that I was doing what I, you know, what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Like when I had my first child, mm-hmm. I got engaged. Because yeah, we remember that because we all know her. Remember, we were on yeah, the TV show. I thought on that, Fuse. I, but I didn't really want to get engaged, honestly. You thought it was the right thing to I do. I thought it was the right thing to do because I was having my first child and I was like, man, I got to be in the house with my child. That's honorable. But you know, it ain't that don't, you know, that's not always the right thing for you. Just because you got kids with a person don't mean you need to be living with them or being that's with true. them. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't a slight to her. You know what I'm saying? It's just that, you know, we weren't supposed to fit. You know, I love her. You know what I'm saying? I love all, all the mothers of my children. You know what I'm saying? I don't, you know, we had disagreements and things of that nature. But at the end of the day, man, the goal is for the child to get where they need to be. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, you know, um, all BS aside, you know, I'll do anything for the mothers of my children, anything mm-hmm. they ask me. You know what I'm saying? So um, we can have gripes and stuff about my personal life and the way I live my life. But that's really all it, all it is. It's not a knock on me as a father because, you know, my kids love me. So, you, you know, did- everything, every disagreement. That we might have is it, it got shit to do with my personal life. It ain't got nothing to do with the kids. Don't you think it, uh, when you got one woman, though, don't you think things are a little bit more stable for you? Nah, man. Hell no, that's for you. <laughs> <laughs> I like all the girls. I like all the girls, baby. So that's something that you have to. Yeah, I think if you're honest and a woman accepts that, and she's because sometimes women also try to adapt to what they think you want. But if she's okay with it and truly can accept that, and y'all are open. Yeah, I just got to an age where I got to stop lying to myself and lying, you know what I mean? I can't do that. That's anymore. real, though. Yeah, I got to be honest, though. I got to, you know, I'm, I, you know, I'm at an age where, you know, I'm going to live a certain way and I'm going to have my way. And if you're not, you know, part of that, then you can, you know, go have your way somewhere else. That's fine. Mm-hmm. No problem. Now, with Soul Sold separately, having this as your first major label album, right? Mm-hmm. Did you approach this differently than you've approached all your other projects? No, nah, I didn't. Didn't sound like it. No, nah, I didn't. I did, I did the same thing. The only thing I did with you know that I really that and, and I don't even think it was a reach you know what I mean um when I did the record with money bag yo uh too much yeah too much they was like oh yeah yeah this this a radio record and I was just like okay cool I'm glad that I wet y'all whistle with that now leave me the fuck alone so you I got can, your record that yeah, leave me alone yeah, leave me alone me. they got a couple mm-hmm. of records off this you know they got mm-hmm. you know a couple things they could work Ron know what I'm talking about that's why he like yeah man nigga we got some chance to that <laughs> you know, they, I you hate know that saying? mentality so record like, labels still have but nah 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 man they gotta do their job you know what I'm saying I get it you know what I'm saying but so their job gotta evolve and their thought process gotta evolve and what I mean by that is what is a radio record in 2020 I don't know I don't care I ain't never had a radio record <laughs> that's what I'm I, saying. I, I, I made records that's and like I made records and people told me that they can do XYZ with it so have at it either way it mm-hmm. goes you know what I mean people know what I do 
I'm still going to do a, a couple of tours next year, regardless, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I definitely didn't want to make a dud, you know what I mean? I wanted to make, I, I just came off a Grammy-nominated album. Mm -hmm. It's know? the I want to go back to the Grammys. It's you like you put, you put an album out, let's say you put, the album comes out, it's out, but you know, let's say Lobster Omelette goes, uh, yeah. Pain and Strife goes, right. but the label be like, but those ain't the records. Let's go with this one. Why are you going to go against the people if the people have already chosen? I think they're going to go with the people. Yeah, they're going I would hope so. I think they're going to go with the people, man. The people I work with, uh, we smart. We got good We got good people around us. Norway, Ron, we got good people. I don't think that, um, I don't think that, see, they let me come in and do what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I made the album I wanted to make. You know what I mean? It was nobody standing over my shoulder. You know what I mean? Like, oh, do this, do this, do this, X, Y, Z. Of course, it was pressure because it's a new company, a new, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? New set of people you're dealing with. You know what I mean? You want to impress. But, you know, it's always been pressure on me in my career, so it wasn't nothing. It just made me rise to the occasion. What's mm -hmm. your favorite song on the album? Uh, man, that's, it be changing up mm -hmm. with my mood. You know what I mean? Honestly, right now, it's probably like CIA, Crack Instagram Crack and Crack Instagram and Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crack Instagram it. Yeah, that's probably that's what my they favorite gave song, us. right? Yeah, that's real talk. Well, is that what you want to get into right now? You want to get into that joint? If you want Hold to. Hold on, I want him to explain that a little bit. Because I, I, when I was listening to it, I was like, man, that makes a lot of sense. Because I really do feel like people don't understand the impact that Instagram and social media period is going to have on us right. in the future. That mm -hmm. shit is ruining us, bro. And that, yeah, it is. And, and, I, and I said that, you know what I mean? Because, you know, I didn't necessarily mean Instagram. I ain't even got no Instagram. But, uh, yeah, they kicking you off, <laughs> sir. Yeah, I think I got a new one. That the I used label to tell everybody, me, follow Freddie Gibbs on Instagram. Yeah, but I, then yeah. You keep getting kicked they keep off. kicking me off. But... <laughs> The clout thing alone is mm -hmm. uh, is a bad drug. It's just as bad as crack. So, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, you know, we got guys doing stuff um, for the internet that they wouldn't do 10, 15 years ago. And you're mm -hmm. like, oh, man, you did that? Like, just for the clout? Like, it's crazy. So, you know, and AIDS is self-explanatory. You don't want AIDS. Even though they got medication for it, you still don't want it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... That's why I made that record, man. I just want to show, you know, three things that was kind of detriment to the community. Yeah, you at the end of it, you got the uh, like the studio session where you <laughs> they realized what you said and everybody was laughing about. Let's turn that to a song. That was yeah. real. Yeah, that was Lambo and Norway. We was okay. in Miami and we was just laughing. He was, he was like, "Ah, right, yeah, we are gonna put this on the album." So it worked out. And are you really doing stand up comedy? Is that yeah. a real? You really gonna pursue it? I'm already doing it. You got Jeffrey Ross out here. You That's got the... Joe Rogan on here. Man, shout out to uh, Sam J, uh, <laughs> Chris Red. You know what I'm saying, and uh, rest in peace, Jack Knight. But um, the the reason that I was on that show, Buzz Down, is because they I had a a stand up comedy show in L.A. and they came through and they was like, oh man, you funny, all right, well cool. So then they gave me the role. So who came through, Chris and Sam? Or? Sam, yeah. Oh, yep, Sam, where? Chris, yeah, and Jack, Jack Knight, rest in peace, Jack Knight. But uh, I remember know. when they first told me about that show. I don't know if it was Chris, Chris or Sam. And they were saying, you know, Gary, Indiana, Walmart. I'm like, you got to have Freddie on there. They're like, yeah. we got Freddie. Freddie playing the store manager. Yeah, man. I, I love them, man. They gave me a real uh, opportunity to, uh, you know, get in that comedy world. So, I, you know, I owe all of that, you know, comedic stuff to them. You know, uh, Sam J for sure. You know, she she definitely somebody that I look up to. My homeboy, Brian Moses, you know, he pr pretty much gave me my start in that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I love those guys. And, you know, it, you know, this is... It's great for me, you know what I mean, to be doing something else outside of rap. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I love growing up watching uh, Martin Lawrence do a Def Comedy Jam. You know, mm -hmm. that's something that I, you know, definitely want to get into hosting, you know, and giving, like, black comics and all, and all kind of comics different exposure, you know? Absolutely. Well, let's get into the joint right now. And stay out of trouble, Freddie, man. CIA. Oh, man. <laughs> Is that the record you really want to play? I don't know if that's the record you want to play for. I said, well, I said what you want to play? Oh, I don't know. what this Pick a record. Y'all, hey, man, what? Too much. Too much. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yes, sir.
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one listen to a really good cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Black Effect presents Family Therapy and I'm your host Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner David David he is a leader he just don't want to leave me well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.